This is the Ballroom State of Mind podcast, episode 46, Dealing With Your Emotions. Welcome to the Ballroom State of Mind podcast. I'm Amber Hader and I'm your host. I am an amateur ballroom dancer and I'm also a personal mindset coach. When I started dancing just a few years ago, I started to recognize pretty quickly the ways in which my head was getting in my way. And I could see it in the other dancers around me as well. So I determined pretty quickly that I gotta find a way to get these mindset tools that I use in my professional life into the hands of dancers so that they can improve faster, they can have more fun, less anxiety, and win more. We all wanna win a little bit more, not only in our dancing, but in life. The tools I share in this podcast are gonna help you do both. Thanks for being here. Hi friends, how are you today? I gotta admit, I am a little tired. I feel like I've just been burning the candle at both ends and been really busy, but, um, but I miss my ballroom people and I wanted to talk to you today about our emotions. And I named this episode dealing with your emotions, I think is what I called it, or dealing with your feelings. And the reason I call, I was like thinking about what to call it because <laughs> all of the things I wanted to call it, I felt like you wouldn't click on it. <laughs> like you wouldn't want to listen to it. But I thought if I called it dealing with your emotions that you might click on it. And here's where I want to go today. I'm actually going to do this one kind of off the cuff um, and just share some of my thoughts. I don't have anything written out. I usually take notes and I kind of bullet point things out. And sometimes I even kind of write the whole thing out as I'm organizing my thoughts, but I'm not going to do that today. But it is based on a conversation I had with a client this week that I thought would be helpful. So it's about emotions. And I don't know if you guys know this, but being a total and complete healthy human being means that you are going to have all kinds of emotions. You are going to have positive emotions and you're going to have negative emotions. And in fact, I don't even like to think about them in those terms. That's how we talk about it as humans. And it's not bad or anything, but when we think about emotions as if they're negative, it's as if we're not supposed to have them but those emotions are not actually negative. They're kind of negative in connotation in our mind, but they're just emotions. Emotions aren't positive or negative. They're just a feeling. They're just a sensation that happens in your body. And there's a number of things that can happen that will create that emotion. Sometimes it's triggered by something out of your control, like something urgent and you're in danger and all of a sudden your body will just be flooded with a feeling that makes you want to run. And that kind of a feeling we can't have control over. It just happens to us. But there's a lot of things that we feel, a lot of emotions that we have that are the result of what we are thinking. Because when you think thoughts in your mind, you think sentences in your mind, it will create a chemical reaction in your body that will release a hormone or whatever that creates that sensation. So there's a lot of emotions that we have that we create with our thinking. Like if I think I'm not any good at this, then I feel defeated, right? So that happens for a lot of us. So emotions are totally normal. They're totally human. Even the ones that don't feel good, you're supposed to have them. So if you're having negative emotions, which we'll call them negative emotions, I guess, nothing's gone wrong. It's just a clue for you that something's going on for you. And 
for me, especially when I feel a strong emotion one way or the other, it means that I need to pay attention. That's what I make it mean. So if I have a strong emotion, um, a negative emotion, especially like I'm, I'm triggered or I'm just feeling a lot. My first thought to myself is that I need to pay attention to what this is like, what's going on for me. This is something I ask myself a lot. I'm like, Oh, what's going on for me. I feel something. What is going on for me? The reason I'm bringing this up today is because I had a client who this week, she's been working with me for quite some time and she's done so much work. She's done so much thought work. Her mindset is getting so much better, so much improved. And I will say this client in particular is very coachable. And so she takes the coaching, she applies it immediately. She gets a lot of really good results because she does this work. And in our session this week, she'd been doing a lot of thought work and, and I might say like, it's, it wasn't really taking. And what I mean is like, you can think positive thoughts and try to change your feelings. Right. I just got saying, I just got done saying like the, that what you think can create your feelings. And so you can think more positive thoughts that create more positive feelings. And she's basically trying to do that work. She's trying to soothe herself mentally. She's trying to offer herself thoughts that would feel better, but it's not really working in this instance. It's not really taking. And when that's happening, I want to tell you what's going on. Okay. If you are trying to think better thoughts, you're trying to think positive um, and you're trying to like alter your emotional state and it's not really working. This is what I suspect is happening. What I suspect is happening is that you're actually resisting the emotion that you're feeling. You're probably having some negative emotion. You're probably feeling something negative or uncomfortable and you don't want to feel that. And so you're trying to think your way out of it. You're trying to think positive thoughts so that you don't have to feel that feeling. And so you're resisting emotion and you're using thought work or you're using mindset work to try to resist those emotions and get out of them. But I want you to know you can't totally circumvent your feelings. You sometimes you, sometimes you can think a positive thought and you can find a better mindset and it's kind of easy to change. And I would call that like low hanging fruit, but there's other things that, that just isn't going to work until you process that emotion. And here's what I mean by that. Um, and maybe I should back up and, and tell you about emotions and that there's actually like four ways that we tend to deal with our emotions. Okay. And the first one is just what I've mentioned, which is resisting it. And this is actually what most of us do with our emotions. A lot of the time, especially uncomfortable emotions is we resist them. And this is going to look like it, it kind of will feel like sometimes you're holding a beach ball under the water. It's like you're pushing it away. You might say things like, I don't want to feel this way. And that is a good sign that you're resisting emotion and you don't want to feel it. Okay. But over time, this becomes a problem because when you resist your emotions, you push them down, they tend to escalate. They don't really go away for the most part. They, we've just delayed dealing with them, especially if it's something that we're going to continually have come up for us over and over again. So there's resisting emotion. Okay. And that usually intensifies emotions is the result of that. Another thing we do is we avoid emotions. And this is a little bit different because it's a little more, um, it's a little more like we're ignoring it or pretending it's not there. Um, or we might buffer to get away from it. So we try to numb it. This can be overeating, over drinking, pornography, scrolling on the internet, 
anything, any activity that we do that helps us to like not deal with our emotions. Okay. So any of the, like overeating, especially eating sugar, highly processed foods, or eating a lot of food will create a dopamine hit, will create an, an, a reaction in our body that dulls how we feel. So that's one way that we're avoiding our emotions. Okay. So you can resist them emotions and you can avoid your emotions. Another thing you can do is react to your emotions. This is most easily explained when you think about anger, because when you feel anger, a lot of times you want to react to it. And so this might look like you're yelling or you're throwing things. And so it will look behavioral and we're reacting to our emotions. We're demonstrating them, but we're not really dealing with them. We're just reacting to them. We're feeling them. And so we respond in a certain way. Crying can also be um, a reaction to emotion. Um, and that's not necessarily bad. Like I actually like crying and I think it's really cathartic and I think it's really natural and normal to cry when we feel emotion. Um, but that is an example of reacting to emotion. But the last thing that we can do to deal with our emotions is to allow them. And when we allow our emotions, it, it just, <laughs> it's just a relaxing into them. It's actually letting them be there. And in a way, we're kind of embracing them. And even if we don't like them, even if it's not comfortable for us, it's an acceptance that that's what's true for us right now. And so allowing your emotions looks like a, almost like a surrendering to them. And again, it's not the same as reacting to them, but it is accepting that you're feeling this way and letting yourself process it, letting yourself feel it, letting it be there. We're not fighting it. We're not resisting it. We're not numbing it. We're just kind of welcoming it in. And when you allow an emotion and you welcome it in and you, you're not trying to fight against it, it actually can be processed relatively quickly in that moment. And some studies say it takes about 90 seconds for that emotion, the actual sensation of where like, we've thought something or whatever, and it's created that reaction in our body and it's passed through our body and our body is, knows what to do with it. It knows how to deal with it when you allow it, you allow it to pass through you. And when you actually allow that process, it actually only takes about 90 seconds for the body to process it. What happens is we normally have another thought that creates that feeling again. And so we have another flood of emotion. And so every time we think those thoughts and rehearse those thoughts and repeat them to ourselves, you're creating that emotion in yourselves again and again and again. So if you're overthinking, if you're ruminating and you're thinking these things over and over and over again, you're just creating that emotional response over and over and over again. You just keep creating that emotion. So what do we do when we want to process an emotion, when we want to allow an emotion, it's going to look like this. The first thing I would recommend you do is that you give it the attention. Like what, like I said, like when I feel a strong emotion, it, it notifies me, we got to pay attention here. And so I take a moment to acknowledge that I'm feeling something. And so I acknowledge it by giving it a name. And I say, oh, I am feeling jealous. That is jealousy. And so I name it. And, I, and I'm giving myself this moment to pause. And this is all often happening in my head, but I, I definitely recommend you do it out loud from time to time. But so I think in my head and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling jealous. Wow. I can feel that. And then I know that jealousy is being caused by my thoughts, but in that moment, I don't choose to see what those thoughts are. I just might say to myself, oh, I'm feeling jealous. That's probably because of something that I'm thinking. But then 
I don't want to ruminate on those thoughts because I don't want to keep creating the emotion over and over again. I want to process it. So when you are having an emotion, it is a physical thing happening in your body and it was created by your thoughts. And so we actually want to get out of our thoughts in this moment when we want to process it. And we want to get into our body because it's a physical thing and we kind of want to allow this physical thing to happen. And so I recommend you go into your body and you find it. Like, what does jealousy feel like? What does it actually feel like? So I'll go into my body and I'll be like, oh, I feel that it's kind of like high in my abdomen. Like, I guess you might call it your solar plexus. And it feels like kind of tight, feels like, like some emotions feel loose and wavy or slowly vibrating. Some feel like anger feels tight and hot and it's higher. It feels like it's in my face. It feels like it's in my head. Sadness feels pretty low. It feels like it's in my gut and it feels heavy and it feels kind of cold. And sometimes I'll feel a little bit of that in my throat. And that's what makes me want to cry. Sometimes I'll feel it like in my face, sadness. I'll feel it kind of in my jaw and it makes me want to cry. Right. But jealousy, I'm like, okay, where's jealousy in my body? And this is different for different people. So you got to go into your body and be like, what does this feel like to me? So I'll find where jealousy is sitting in my body and I'll take a deep breath. And I try to imagine that breath going into that spot in my body. So I'd inhale. And as I blow out, I'm, I'm imagining just like blowing the jealousy out and I'm inhaling and I'm taking that air and I'm putting it in my jealousy spot. And then I'm blowing it out and I'm letting my shoulders relax away from my ears. And I'm just trying to relax into that emotion, trying to find it in my body. I'm trying to relax into it. I'm trying to breathe it out. And what'll happen is it kind of, it dissipates. And then I'm trying to find it in my body, but I can't find it. Like it, it did kind of disappeared. And then I'm like, I kind of have this moment of questioning where I'm like, did that really happen? Like, was I really feeling that? And then all I have to do is think a thought like he likes her more than me. And then the feeling comes back. It comes back in a wave again. And then I can process it again. You can even make this happen. This is fascinating if you want to try this, <laughs> but you can even make yourself feel something, feel that, feel that emotion come over you and process it. All you have to do is think the thoughts that generate that emotion. Now, why am I telling you this right now? Because come back to my client. If you are resisting emotion and you are avoiding dealing with whatever it is you're feeling, when you're trying to try on new thoughts to create kind of a new feeling for yourself, it won't work. So if it's not working, I want to invite you to spend some time processing some emotion. Like, what is it that we're avoiding? What is it that we don't want to feel? What is it that we are trying to ignore or numb? And let's address that a little bit before we try on some new thoughts, because when you actually process some emotion and you actually go through this, you will start to find new thoughts naturally. You will start to be able to find the new way that you want to think naturally. If you actually process, what is this emotion trying to tell me? Now let's use an example of, um, like you're doing a dance competition. Okay. And you have a bad round and it didn't go very well for you. Or like you got, let's say that you got a result that was not what you wanted and you're feeling sad and disappointed, but you don't want to feel sad and disappointed. And so you're like trying to tell yourself that the results don't matter and that it's okay. And that you learned so much while you were at this competition, like a lot of the stuff that I've taught you and you're trying to think those thoughts and you're trying to feel more neutral about it, but it's not working. Then what I suggest you do is you go, what am I really feeling in this moment? And I want you to allow it. 
and go, I'm feeling really sad. I'm feeling really disappointed. And I want you to allow it for a minute. Let yourself feel the feeling. We don't have to get out of it right away. We don't have to get past it right away. What is this that I'm feeling? I'm feeling disappointment. I'm feeling sad. Why are we feeling sad? Well, I'm feeling sad and disappointed because I worked really hard and I really cared about this competition and I've been doing so much work that I, I really wanted a good result this time. I really wanted to win this time. And I thought this was the time. So I'm feeling disappointed. And I want you to tell yourself whatever you would want somebody else to tell you, which is like, yeah, that's really hard. Makes total sense. When you work really hard for something and you care about it and you don't get it, you're going to feel sad and disappointed. What does sad and disappointed feel like to you? And feel it in your body. Take a deep breath. Sit back. I feel it in my gut and it feels heavy and it feels slow, like slow vibrating, almost like a cold rock sitting in my gut. And I feel down. Like I just, I feel like I don't even want to walk very fast or go anywhere and take another deep breath. Cause now we're starting to get in. Did you notice I started to get into my thoughts and what I was thinking? I'm like, what does it feel like? It's just in my gut. And so I, I inhale and I take that air into my gut and then I exhale and I blow out the sadness. I just let it dissipate through my body. My body knows what to do with it. And you relax into it and you allow it and you go, yep, I'm sad. I'm sad because I wanted something and I didn't get it. I'm just going to process sadness for a minute. And I might process some sadness for tonight on and off. Like I'm going to feel waves of it. And every time I feel a wave of it, I'm going to validate it and take a deep breath, maybe cry on and off. I don't know. It depends on how strongly I felt about it. I'm going to let myself process it. And when you let yourself process it and you allow it, you let yourself be sad for a minute. You're going to naturally, eventually start to find thoughts like, yeah, that was hard, but I, I did do my best and it just wasn't my turn. It just wasn't my time. And you're going to start to naturally start to find those thoughts that help you process it. And it might not be immediately. We all have different time periods that it takes us to process emotions and it, it can just really vary. I know for myself, whenever I feel shame, it's like a three-day cycle for me. Like if I say something that I'm embarrassed about, like I put my foot in my mouth or um, just something I'm not proud of, like yelled at my kids or, um, one time I had this work meeting that I just like didn't put on my calendar. And so I didn't show up and it was like the first time I was supposed to even go. And so I'm like, Oh, great. Right. So I just felt so much shame. Like this company's going to think I'm a flake. And I just, and I just know when I feel shame, I'm going to feel waves of it for about three days. And it's going to get progressively better over those three days. But the first day it's going to be intense. It's going to keep coming back. My brain's going to keep remembering what I said or what I did. And and so I'm going to feel a wave of shame. And then I process that shame for a couple minutes and then I get on with my day. And then a little bit later, I feel another wave of shame because I have thoughts about it. And I'm like, my brain's like, remember you didn't show up for that meeting. So I have a wave of shame and then I process it. But then by the third day, I can find those thoughts that I need. And I, and I start to get over it. So when you are doing your ballroom mindset work, there's going to be lots of times that you are able to do the work and you're able to, you're going to be able to think the things that you want and you're going to feel strong and confident, and you're going to be able to, to be like, feel like it's, it's working. But if you're ever in that moment where it doesn't feel like it's working, check to see, am I not processing some emotion? Am I not allowing myself to feel some things? And I promise you, you, you probably are like resisting some emotion because we do it all the time. You're going to be feeling some negative emotions sometimes when you're frustrated in your lessons and you're frustrated in a competition 
and you're going to need to process it. And you're going to have times that you're feeling jealous of other students or other competitors, and you might just need to process some jealousy. And that is part of the human experience. My friends, we're not going to feel strong all the time. We're not going to feel confident all the time. We're not going to feel on top of the world all the time. And that does not mean anything has gone wrong. That is the sum total of the human experience is that it's about 50, 50, right? Like sometimes it's going great and we're on top of the world. And sometimes we're not. And only sociopaths don't have emotions and don't go through that. So if you're having a human emotional experience, know that you're totally normal. Um, sometimes I even will call this <laughs> when I'm going through a period of time, like this happens to me when my teacher gives me something new to work on, or we're up leveling, we're going from like bronze to silver or silver to gold or gold to open or whatever. And we're working on something new or he's incorporating something new and I'm feeling lots of frustration and negativity. And I feel like I'm failing and I'm backsliding and I'm having a totally human experience. Sometimes I will call that specific moment, the river of misery. And I'm like, oh, I'm just in the river of misery where I'm being stretched. I'm going through something kind of hard and it's totally normal to be feeling this way in this moment. And I'm just going to be feeling some stuff. I should do a separate podcast on the river of misery because I have more to say about that. But welcome to being human, my friends. Nothing's gone wrong. You can totally handle it. Process, this, process a little bit of emotion, get past it. And those thoughts that you're looking for, they will come. Okay. I love you guys. That's what I have for you tonight. It's evening when I'm recording this. So I hope that helps you and normalizes some of the stuff that you guys are going through. Um, hope to see you guys again soon. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Do you have a mindset coach yet? If you don't, you should really think about it because all of the best dancers, all of the best athletes, they have coaches. And it's not because they're weak, it's because they're smart. And they know that if they have gaps that they need to fill, they gotta hire the right people to fill those gaps so that they can fulfill their potential, become the dancer that they always dreamed that they would be. All right, so it's super easy to find out if private coaching is for you. You just get on a dance strategy call with me. It's free, it's simple, it's not very long. And I'll give you some strategies right away that you can apply right away. And then if we wanna to work together beyond that, we can discuss it. But other than that, it's a super simple process. I'll leave information in the show notes about how to make that happen. So thanks for being here today.